0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And of course, don't forget to download the SGP app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: All right everybody, welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Talon Jenkins joined with our hosts. We have Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Boys, how are we doing tonight?
0: Doing pretty good here on, on this Wednesday night. We got the Oilers won one. The Hurricanes came back and won. The Blues are currently winning. So you know it's a good night after a uh, so 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 Tuesday night. We're gonna get it back here on Wednesday.
2: You can't win them all, eh? Uh I won a lot of money today, got all the bets right, but the Avs just shit the bed. You know, they're up 2-0, totally dominant in the game. And then Columbus came back, scored four unanswered, and, you know, the Avs had no fight back. I mean, eventually they did, but they still lost an OT, so that sucks. But uh, at least uh, some bets came through.
1: You guys know how Joel has three teams, right? He's got Carolina, he's got Colorado, he's got Vancouver. I think I might have to have three two now. We got the Leafs, we got Carolina, and those pesky Blue Jackets. They might just be my team, boys. I am undefeated on to the day today. Columbus, money line, that hit. I had Carolina in regulation, that hit. I had Edmonton over 3.5 goals, that hit. I had a parlay on Carolina and Edmonton and Moneyline. Both of that hit. I need St. Louis to come through for me right now. That game's at 1-1 with about 12 minutes left in the third against L.A. I can take that fucking sweep, and I'll be happy as a pig in shit.
0: I didn't realize the Kings tied it, so hopefully the Blues can come back.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's some right. bad news. <laughs> no.
0: Sorry,
1: fellas. Sorry, <laughs> all right everybody well uh by all means go check out the sports gambling podcast network website uh lots of awesome stuff heading up in there as well as the sports gambling podcast network slack group shout out to everybody in the slack lots of kick-ass stuff going on in there it's always a blast to check out so where can everybody find us here ryan
0: uh, you can now find us on apple spotify or just wherever you find your podcasts search search a uh, hockey gambling podcast or a quick link for apple is sg.pn slash hockey and spotify is sg.pn slash hockey go there subscribe follow leave us a rating review let us know what you think help us grow we really really appreciate everything you guys can do for us
1: for sure like you said rate subscribe review you know you want to tell us we suck? That's cool. You want to tell us Colorado's awful? That's cool, too. We'll be happy to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving it to Joel all day today. That's all right. Um, moving down, boys. Lord of, or Our mortal locks from last show, how did we do?
0: Uh, my lock was the Minnesota Wild, who won, but it was in overtime, and I took them in regulation. So hopefully you, you, you went safer with Moneyline and got the win. Regulation bet did not hit my, my total, though. The Rangers, Vancouver Canucks under five and a half. I came through three two overtime. And then my, my dog, the Detroit Red Wings, could not score a goal against the Canadians somehow. So one and two on the day. But we're, we're looking to get better on Thursday and Friday.
2: Yeah, yesterday was brutal. Uh, I lost everything. Um, <laughs> there's the Flames. They totally dominated the game against the Predators. Uh, Markstrom left led in a couple of weak goals and uh yeah the preds won in overtime uh, uh and uh the under sixth in the sabers sharks game i was that was dead on arrival in the first period and uh the dog was the red wings and they didn't show up in montreal so it's just uh i think i made the right play with the flames but the other two were just they're bad picks my bad
1: You know, dude, I was with you on that Flames bet. I was riding too. And like you said, Markstrom kind of gave up a couple softies, which is uncharacteristic of uh, him this year. And same with that, uh, that under in the Sharks and Buffalo game. I know uh, we were pretty heavy on that in the slack last night and kind of a bit of a bummer to see three goals early and it was just all downhill from there. Uh, as far as my locks, though, I had a pretty good day yesterday, guys. I went actually 3-for-3. Three three. I had Minnesota-Ottawa, the over at 5.5. Uh, it was a 5-4 game with Minnesota winning in overtime. Uh, the Columbus money Moneyline, uh, that just hit today. Uh, it's 5-4 in overtime, I believe. And then my Leafs-Vegas, under 6. Leafs 4-0. Big shout-out for Jack
0: Campbell. So, I don't know. I'm riding it lately, boys. I'm riding it the past two days. That that minnesota game was was a roller because I for the for the wild. they were up three one in the first. Ottawa came back, took a four three lead. then I mean, the wild finally won it overtime that was that was just a roller coaster for a game that i I wish they could have done in regulation, but still it was a great hockey game to watch.
2: since when were the wild exciting to watch, right? like they're always <laughs> they're always the mild, right? They're all just boring ass games, but now they're actually an exciting team in the past couple of years, so. Yeah, at least it's fun to watch now.
1: No, that's true. And we brought it up last show, uh, Kirill Kaprizov hadn't had a goal yet all year. And sure enough, he's the one to get the overtime winner. So bit of a bit of a hockey gambling podcast bump there for him. Eh? I think all three of us can take credit for that.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, surprisingly, over the past uh, day and a half since we've recorded, there's been a little bit that's come out news-wise in the NHL. We can jump right into that. Um, there's been some rumors that just kind of came out today that, uh, Jack Eichel might be heading his way to Calgary. It's weird because you've heard positives and we've heard certain things get shut down. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about this, Ryan?
0: I don't know. There's a lot of conflicting reports out there. Like earlier today, Kevin Weeks tweeted that it was going to be Kachuk, a first-round pick, a former first-round pick, plus two prospects going to Buffalo's way for Jack Eichel, which if that was offered at all, Buffalo just has to hop on that right away. But other people are refuting that. Elliot Friedman came out and said he got a lot of pushback on that. He hadn't heard Kachuk's name at all. Uh, Andy Strickland tonight, he said he can squash the Matthew Kachuk to Buffalo talk. So I don't see that happening. Maybe it was Buffalo trying to, like, get the price up for Vegas because, you know, they're ravaged by injuries. They can definitely use someone like Eichel. Or maybe they're, those guys are being talked about and Kachuk was thrown in there instead of Monaghan or instead of Goudreau, something like that. But we, we've been talking to Eichel to Vegas for a while now, but fl- the Flames have been there in the background and, and the smoke is picking up there.
2: Yeah, this will be a huge abuse to Calgary. Um, they're actually a pretty decent team this year. Daryl Sutter's gotten going. Their their center depth isn't bad, but you know he can always improve with Jack Eichel in there. And you have to think from Buffalo's perspective that the the value's got to be uh, uh, depreciating in a certain sense. You know, the more confusion, the more uh, uncertainty around his injury and all that. Uh, the less teams will be willing to give up for to get him. But that that's a that's a pretty good haul if uh, what Weeks' reporting is true. I would definitely take that if I were Buffalo.
1: That's absolutely insane. eh? Like, what is it? Kachuk, a first rounder, a former first round pick and two prospects. Like, I I get Jack Eichel is a great player. He's a he's an elite level centerman, which you don't find too often in this league. But like, holy shit, that's a lot (sighs)
0: Yeah, you could like take out any one part of that trade. Take out Kachuk. It's still a first-round a first pick, a former first-round pick, assuming it's a solid player, plus two prospects, assuming they're good prospects. That's still a good package for Eichel. And uh, Friedman also said that Buffalo may be shifting, looking for a player that can help them this year because they're off through a hot start, but I, I don't know how realistic that can be, especially in the Atlantic division with the Panthers, Lightning, Maple Leafs, Bruins, all going to be ahead of them. Buffalo's not making the playoffs. They have to try to sell Eichel while they, while they can. And and it sounds like they're trying to up the price before they're kind of coming down to, I don't know if, if they're even coming down to the last minute, because this has been going on. They were saying all offseason he'll be traded. he will be traded. Now we're almost a month into the season, and we're saying it's on the one-yard line. But who knows if it's going to get intercepted or if they're going to hand it off to Marshawn Lynch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just give me the damn ball <laughs> no man you know what like from from a buffalo standpoint like you brought it up but you're playing in a tough atlantic division and the metro is tough too so wild card spots probably not even going to go to the east maybe one or sorry to the atlantic maybe one but they're not going to make playoffs and if you're playing or if you're trading for a guy like i don't know goudreau whose contract's going to be up at the end of this year i think um sean monaghan who has two years left on his deal those type of guys are just going to walk from Buffalo the first chance they get anyways, right? So if anything, you're just diminishing your return if you do trade for something like that. So I think picks and prospects would definitely be the way to go. But I do like what you brought up to say. Maybe they're just kind of leaking
0: this to get Vegas to up their ante a little bit. eh? Yeah, because the Knights, they need all the help they can get right now. I mean, they're they're somehow playing decently, but they're they're. On the ice, the, the players are putting out there. They're not good players. They they, they definitely gonna need some help. They should still make the playoffs, and i will definitely help that push late in the season. So that's probably what they're maybe waiting to see if they can kind of tread water for a bit before pulling the trigger.
2: No matter what happens, though, Buffalo will find a way to fuck this up.
1: <laughs> Very true, eh? Very true. As long as they can ride out with their goaltending tandem of fucking Craig Anderson and... <laughs> what was it, Takarski and Dustin Takarski? Yeah. Oh my god, couple of studs eh?
2: <laughs> They also have a guy the name like a, a Yurikai I don't know, some Finnish guy But he reminds me of somebody in Lord of the Rings <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're well, moving down here boys um, are, are you guys surprised about this next one at all? P.K. Subban for the New Jersey Devils Fined $15,000 For another trip on Trevor Zegras. This is the third slew foot He's had in like two weeks I don't know, what do you think about that?
0: I think it's absolutely ridiculous that it's just like a, a fine. And I know the NHL Department player safety says a repeat offender is based on if they've been suspended before. but in in the in the rule book here, whatever, it says that even if a player is not a repeat offender, his past history may come into consideration when determining future supplemental discipline. So this is his third slew foot. It's his second he's been fined for. I'm hoping if he has a similar play again, he'll be suspended. try to kind of send a message there. I love what Subban does to grow the game off the ice, but he's making some dangerous plays on the ice.
2: And P.K. Sluban we should start calling oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: him. Yeah, like I said last time, he's just uh, hes not a good player anymore. He's just resorting to dirty tricks. So, yeah, he's getting paid way too much, and apparently he's uh, feeling the same way because he's giving up these fines back to the <laughs> NHL.
1: I, I don't know, man, that's insane. Like I know we're talking about the player safety and like repeat offender and stuff, but there's gotta be like just a dumb shit clause where if you do three dirty slew foots in two fucking weeks, you're gonna get a suspension or something. The first one was what? The first one was on Ryan Reeves with mm-hmm. uh, the Rangers. I think the second one was on Lou Cheech from Calgary, and then he just does this again against Trevor Zegas and Anaheim. Like, I don't know. You gotta think what goes through your head. I get they play it at a fast paced level, but after the two,
0: that's gotta be top of mind, no? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's going to take like a, a player fucking up his knee from one of one of Subban's two but they they have to kind of stop this before it gets it gets to that point.
2: I can't wait for uh, the Flames and Lucic to play the Devils again. <laughs> That'll be fun to see. You see
1: Lucic just beat the actual or the absolute wheels off the guy, or what? oh,
2: he'll remember it.
1: <laughs> I, I like PK. He's a funny guy, and you brought it up. He does a lot of great stuff to help grow the game off the ice and
0: too, right? but. I don't know. You just can't get away from that. Guys, I, I have bad news. The, the Kings just took a 2-1 lead with oh, no. 7.45 to go in the third period. So, Our clean, su- Our clean sweep may have been jinxed, yeah.
1: <laughs> Plenty of time left here. Get a late one just like Joel abs did tonight to bring her to overtime. So anything can happen. All right, moving her down here. Some more poor news out of Pittsburgh. Uh, These Penguins just can't seem to catch a break, eh? Looks like both Sidney Crosby and Dumoulin test positive for COVID-19. I can't believe that they're playing as well as they are with the lack of depth that they have been missing out of their lineup. But Jesus, when it rains, it pours in Pittsburgh, eh?
0: Yeah, and this is right ahead of the first battle of Pennsylvania of the year. Flyers-Penguins going on Thursday night. So Penguins going to be without Crosby. Malkin's still out kind of a kind of a tough go for them it's it's not the penguins penguins you we know but it's the penguins They're you said it they're still winning i mean mike sullivan's a good coach he's going to have them ready for the game anything can happen in a a flyers penguins game but you know hopefully hopefully we see these covid positive tests and infections and whatnot go down as the season moves along because it seems like every day there's one team that has another one or two players added so hopefully the league can get that under control a bit
2: well, the penguins are flying along without Crosby. The first game back, they lose to the Devils. So maybe they can uh cope just as well without him. Um Yeah, there's not much to say here. It's just an unfortunate thing for the Penguins, but they'll deal with it. He won't be out long, he's vaccinated and all that, so it shouldn't be too long for the back in the ice.
1: No, very true. And uh no, you kind of, you got know, to hope the guy can start getting a couple of games under his belt with the Olympics right around the corner too, right? He is going to be on Team Canada, so hopefully he can get his feet under him before that. But it's Sid the Kid, for Christ's sakes. So I'm sure he'll be fine.
0: He can take it easy, maybe. Take these Olympics off, you know. Not, they don't need them.
2: <laughs> the <one laughs> American no, we don't. The we'll, we'll crush you without him too. <laughs> Give us a chance. Give us a fighting <laughs> chance.
1: Just wait till those Olympics, boys. We'll be doing a couple uh God. gambling shows around that. That's going to be a blast, eh? Can't wait. Oh yeah, team Latvia versus team fucking Belarus on a Saturday morning at six thirty. You know we will be that's up for the that.
0: Thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell what you everything you need to know. What <laughs> are puck lines at in the Olympics? Like minus two and a half, minus three and a half for some games. I'm sure.
1: Oh, it's got to be ridiculous. Dude. Probably crazy. Yeah, we'll cover that. The overset it like fucking seventeen. Canada versus <laughs> <or> some shit. <laughs> All right, we're well, moving down here. um it's been a tough go in Montreal. We talked about it lately, but it sounds like we might have a, a touch of good news. It sounds like Carey Price is set to uh, exit the players assistant program on Saturday, November the 26th. Now, there's no insight whether he'll be playing games anytime soon. I Did we hear that he's going to be rejoining
0: the team or what? Yeah, it's said he's going to rejoin the team. It said 30 days is the minimum a player can be in the assistance program, so it's good to see him get out there, get out of it in the minimum time, and it'll be good for Montreal if they can get him back soon. I don't know how long it's going to take him to get into playing shape or even to have his head straight to get back into action, but the Canadiens
2: need all the help they can get. Right, yeah, it's not just on the ice. It's the presence he brings in the locker room, leadership, um, stuff that they're lacking right now without Weber anymore. So, uh yeah, it'll be good for him to get back and uh, help them out with the stuff mentally and and the rest of that. No,
1: for sure. And as far as expected return, like realistically, we can't predict this, right? We don't know if he's going to be joining the team or if he's going to take some more time just to kind of settle things out with his family. And by all means, whatever he does want to do, he should have the right to do it, of course. But their schedule looks like November 6th. They have the Vegas Golden Knights. The 9th, they have the Kings. 11th, they have the Flames. And now this was to me, if he did end up joining the team on the 13th and 14th, they have two back to back games, the 13th against the Red Wings, the 14th against the Bruins. If he did join the team right after on November 6th, I could kind of see him taking a week of practices and then playing that Detroit game on the 13th, giving the 14th back to back to, uh, to Jake Allen. But at this point, it's all speculation. So who the hell really knows?
0: Yeah, that back to back is kind of when he could target. The only thing is it is on the road, so maybe he might want to return at home, but I think somewhere in there is kind of a good target date for based off what we know right now.
1: Yeah, I think either way, uh it's just good for Habs fans to get a to get a bit of good news. I know they've had a tough go this year, so it kills me to say it as a Leafs
0: fan and I said uh we're uh, we're praying for you at that one. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan. New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. From NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 is a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new propswap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and there's a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on swap, PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: All right, boys. Well, you think uh, I think we're ready to jump into the Thursday game slate here or what? Yeah, let's go. All right. All right. Kicking off the docket at the 7 p.m. slot for Thursday, we have the New York Islanders against the previously noted Montreal Canadiens. The game itself is in Montreal. It looks like New York Islanders' money line pays off minus 140. Uh, Montreal, money line, plus 110. The over-under set at 5.5. The over pays plus 110. The under, minus 130. Uh, I'll start us off here, boys. You know what? I got... I got the Islanders winning this in regulation. Uh, it pays off plus 110. Islanders haven't, I, I don't want to, obviously they're a good team, right? We all know that. They haven't really lived up to the hype of what they've had last year, but I think they're going to step back into it. It's still early. Uh, they're paying off, like I said, plus 110 to win in regulation. Something I found out, and I didn't even know until I was looking into this game. They're still waiting for their home barn to be finished constructed. They haven't played a home game all year, and they won't play one till the fourteenth game of the season on November twentieth against Calgary.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't even just renew the lease of the Coliseum for one year, maybe have like a few games there to start the season, but they're on a long ass road trip to start the season. and that could be that could contribute to why they're not playing too well.
1: Maybe look out for New York Futures or something like that if you can get them in now.
0: And this is kind of a, a weird stretch for the Islanders too. They played they played on the twenty fourth against against Vegas. They won they won two nothing. They didn't play, that was a Sunday. They didn't play till the to the Saturday. They had the whole week off five days. And now they had another four days off before Thursday night's game. So they they're they're getting time at home, I guess, to practice and stuff, which maybe will help them, but they're going back on the road now to, to take on Montreal for Thursday night.
2: Yeah, I like the Islanders here off of a long extended rest. The Canadians are looking a little better than they were early in the season, but uh, the Islanders are a truck. And you know that that long extended road trip actually builds a uh, team chemistry. You know, it's uh, it's not just about suffering all the all the hardships of being on the road. It's also good for the team to be together and all that. I think that they'll go into Canada here. I think this is the first time they're playing in Canada, uh, and they'll get the job done. I think they're a the much better team. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll shut Montreal down. They can't score anyway. And I doubt that they'll be able to put up three against the Islanders. So give me the Islanders in the money line here.
0: Yeah, I like the Islanders here, too. I think feel like, like you said, they're the much better team. But also, like you said, they're not scoring a lot. Montreal's not scoring a lot. So I think my better play for this is under five and a half at minus one to 30. I could definitely see that going down to five by game time, if not by tomorrow morning. So try to get on that now while you can. The game's only gone over once in one of the Islanders' first, what, seven games. And that was because Florida scored five goals against them, and the Canadians are not going to do that. Uh, Montreal's averaging two goals a game. So I feel like this is a game where we're going to see 3-2 at most, maybe like a 3-1, 2-1 game for the Islanders.
1: Yeah, it could be kind of the boost they need to to start getting uh, getting things back on track for them. So be interested to see how it plays out. Uh, moving back down to the 7 p.m. docket again, we have the Detroit Red Wings against the Boston Bruins. Uh, the game itself is in Boston. It looks like Swayman's been confirmed to start, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Detroit money line pays plus 210. Boston money line minus 265. Of course, um, the over/under set at 5.5. Both over/under paying off minus 110. Now, see, this one's a kind of a bit of a toughie, eh? Like, personally, if If I was leaning towards anything, I would be leaning the over at 5.5, paying off minus 110. We know the Bruins can score on shitty teams. They've kind of had rough goes their past two or three games or so, but they have been playing the likes of Florida and a couple stronger teams. Against Detroit, 5.5 is pretty enticing too. And we do know that the Red Wings can score as well, so I do like that number.
0: Yeah, Over, not a bad look here. I think I I like Boston. I can't take the money line. Maybe I'll check what the regulation line is. I like them there. They 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 haven't had the results recently, but they have they have been playing well. They they handed Florida their first their first loss. They lost to in to Carolina, but they outshot them 33-23. They outshot the Panthers in the game before that. They beat the Sharks before that. So I feel like Boston's definitely the better team, and, and Montreal's or Detroit has lost three in a row, including a shutout loss in Montreal. So Boston in regulation here is my pick.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Detroit the wheels are kind of falling off. I figured they weren't that good going in the season, but they've they've got a bit of a jump from their rookies. But they're just not a good team all around. And this is when the you know, after the early adrenaline wears off, this is when the, the men separate themselves from the boys and the Boston Bruins, they've done it for years and years, and the Red Wings they're still on the rebuilding mode. I love the Bruins here. They're still the number one team in goals against expected at only one point six six a game. While well, the Red Wings are giving up nearly three goals, expected goals a game. Uh, so I think the Bruins can get it done here, even in five and five, which is uh, generally their weakness. Like it's on the power play, they do most of the damage, but I think they can do it in five and five here, too. So yeah, Bruins regulation as well. Another
0: thing I'm looking at I've kind of posted in the Slack the past few nights is look look for a Detroit goalie saves because the Boston is averaging nearly 34 shots per game and Detroit's giving up 34 shots a game so goalie saves are usually set at 26 and a half 27 and a half so unless Boston scores 5 if the, as long as they get 33 34 shots you'll get to get the over there and I also noticed that sometimes a a uh, goalie's goals allowed is over two and a half, like minus one twenty, when the team total for the opposing team over two and a half is minus two hundred or higher. So that that's something to look out for between two teams with with kind of shot differentials like like these two have. Nice little workaround there. I like that.
1: All right, keeping it going here. 7 p.m. slot. We have the Washington Capitals against the Florida Panthers. Uh, the game itself is in Florida. Looks like my boy sergey bobrowski is supposed to get the start for the Panthers. Uh, Washington money line pays off plus 130. Florida money line minus 150. The over-under is set at 5.5. The over-pays minus 120. The under plus 100. I just said it right there, boys. I'm riding with my boy Bobrovsky. For that sole fact alone, I'm kind of leaning more towards the under here at uh, 5.5, paying off plus 100. I know it's risky because we do know that the Capitals can score, and we've seen the same thing from the Panthers as well. But if my boy Bob has a big night, I'm confident with the under.
0: Yeah, the under is a good look here. I mean, both teams have gone played more games in the under than the over. Florida's had six of nine under. Washington's had five of nine under, so that's a good look. But I, I, I feel like I've adopted the Florida Panthers this season, and you know, I got to roll with them here again on Thursday night against the Capitals. Their, their only loss was a shootout loss to Boston in, in a second half of a back-to-back. The Panthers have four or more goals in all five of their home games. They're outscoring teams at home 23-10. Which includes a 5 4 overtime win in the season opener. Since then, they're outscoring teams at home 18 6. The Capitals beat the Rangers and the Avalanche early on when they were kind of still finding their footing. They also beat the Devils, Senators, and just beat the Coyotes 2 0. None of those are really impressive wins. So I feel like the Panthers here on the money line. Also look at the regulation of puck line as well if you kind of want to get cheeky.
2: Interesting. You guys like the under, eh? I lean the over here. I think these are both high powered. Offensive teams. Bobrovsky's been great, but <laughs> call me a doubting Thomas, but I, I, I'm not. I'm not quite certain of him yet. And uh, the Capitals' goalies too. They're they've been performing above expectations as well, even though the they're giving up a lot of chances. Uh, I think that that goaltending will regress here, and these these high-powered offenses will find the back of the net. Uh, Both both teams are in the top 10 of uh, expected goals for. Um, This isn't a divisional game. So I I think that they will see a few goals. So give me the over five and a half.
1: All right. It'll be feisty either way. So that's that's not a bad game to watch at 7 o'clock there. Uh, moving down again at 7 p.m., we have the Vegas Golden Knights against the Ottawa Senators. The uh, game itself is in Ottawa. Vegas Moneyline pays off minus 120. Ottawa Moneyline plus 105. The over-under is set at 5.5. The over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. What do you thinking in here, Joel?
2: Oh, I love the over here. Same kind of mentality I had with the last game with the Leafs. I actually won that bet. One of the few uh, with the Leafs team total. The um, Vegas Golden Knights, they're defensively just the worst team in the league. They're almost at <laughs> four goals expected per game, <laughs> which is brutal. And and Lanners b- bailed him out a bit, but he's not good enough to bail him out all the way. And uh, meanwhile, the Senators, I, I especially like this if it's if it's, uh, Matt Murray in it, because he's not had a good start to <laughs> the year. Holy
1: shit. Yeah. So, what a bum, eh?
2: <laughs> no kidding. Uh, if it's Gustafsson... I like this a little less even still though. I, I think that the uh, the goals will be going in here. And I think Vegas has got to put things on the net and they're going to be finding ways to get the get the goals going because right now they're not scoring at all. They're going to be, I think they're going to be pushed right here after being shut out against Toronto. So they'll they'll want to get two or three, and uh, that might let them exposed at the back. So yeah, I, I love the over five and a half here. <sighs>
0: Uh, well, first of all, fuck the Sens. I bet on them. I bet against them. I can't win either way. Um, and we're going from a game that, that wouldn't be a bad one to watch in the Capitals and the Panthers to one that kind of, I feel like, only real DJs will be watching on a on a heavy Thursday night 7 o'clock slate. I, I don't really lean one way or the other here. I do like Joel's reasoning for the over. I may kind of tail that. But I lean towards the Golden Knights. But I feel like, given the money line that they're at, it's the over will be my only play here, just going based off what Joel said. You know what? We talked
1: about this a lot. I'm giving my senators one more chance here for Oh, no. One more chance. These guys have burned me so many fucking times this year. It's not even funny. But I don't give a shit. I'm taking Ottawa money line at plus 105 solely for the fact that what I saw out of Vegas in that Leaf game was pretty atrocious. And they've been hit with the injury bug. No William Carlson. No Mark Stone. No Zach Whitecloud. I don't know if Pacioretty's playing or not. I couldn't fucking tell you. But I'm riding with my pesky Sens one last time. If they don't get it done for me now, man, no more. For the rest of the year, done so. They could be playing Arizona. I'm taking Arizona puck line. I don't give a shit. This is the last time I'm going for my Sens, but I'm taking them at plus 105. Uh,
0: Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right moving down we have a bit of a better game here at 7 p.m we have uh the battle of pennsylvania the philadelphia flyers against the pittsburgh penguins the game itself is in pittsburgh uh looks like carter hart supposed to get the start for uh philadelphia uh philadelphia money line pays off minus 105 pittsburgh money line minus 115 the over under set at six uh both over and under paying minus 110 uh what do you got from me, ryan
0: uh, first of all, I want to apologize to uh, Arizona goalie Carell Valmelka, who I disrespected a few shows ago. He <laughs> completely robbed the Flyers. He kept the Coyotes in that game on on Tuesday night. So props to him. He's kind of the one br- bright spot for the Coyotes. But getting to this game, I mean, the Flyers were shit last season. They still won five out of eight meetings against the Penguins, outscoring them 32-27. As we discussed, Pittsburgh is without Crosby and a few other players to kind of have a top line, and that's it. I feel like the Flyers will be able to kind of shut them down a bit with their top line of Drew, Couturier, and Konechny. Penguins have lost three straight. Flyers hopefully trying to find a groove here in a tough November schedule. So I, I like the Flyers here on the money line. Uh, another thing to look for is the Penguins are averaging nearly 35 shots a game. And the Flyers are averaging 33 shots against per game. So maybe look for a, a heart save prop. And the same thing for the last game as well. The Knights are averaging 33 shots a game, and the Sens are giving up nearly 34. So, in this game, I like the Flyers. I like them a lot on the money line. Maybe I'll, I'll go to the uh, alternate spread. Take the Flyers minus one and a half as well.
2: The third straight game in a row, I like the over. Uh, Flyers and Penguins games—they're always high, high flying affairs. Um, they're going to be attacking each other from all ends of the ice. I don't believe in uh, Penguins goaltending and <laughs> sad to say it, but I don't believe in Carter Hart yet either. <laughs> oh, come on, Joel. <laughs> we'll give him a few more games, but he, he he's on the road here, right? Okay, he's on the road. I know he's put a a, a few good games so far, but in Pittsburgh in a harsh environment, uh, I'll fade him one more time. i not taking the pens. I'm just saying there'll be a few goals scored on either side so uh yeah give me the over six
0: Carter Hart's best game of the season last year was his last one he the Flyers beat the Penguins in a, in a shootout so just letting you know
1: yeah those uh those long road trips from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh can really get to you too eh
0: uh true yeah come watch that <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm with
1: you here Ryan I'm uh, I'm leaning more towards Philadelphia money line minus 105. Um, solely because of what we talked about, Pittsburgh early, injury troubles. And I've watched a couple of Flyers games this year. I kind of like what I see out of them, you know. It wasn't, was it two years ago in the, the first bubble? They were on fire going into that, right? So I, I'm i pretty confident the last year was a bit of a wash for the Flyers. They're starting to kind of prove that a little bit this year. I'm on Philly money line, minus 105. I like it. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slate here. Again, we have the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The game itself is in Toronto. My boy Jack Campbell is supposed to get the nod. Uh, Tampa Bay money line pays off plus 110. Toronto money line minus 130. The over under is set at six. Over pays plus 100. The under at minus 120. Boys, I know you already know what I'm going to say here, right? <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs money line. That's the play. Minus 130. We're on a two-game win streak against two god-awful teams. This could be the start of the run that we need. We're going to fucking boost the numbers. Austin Matthews is ready to go here. He's going to put up another two goals. Mitch Marner's caught fire again. Get ready for Leafs Nations to be pumping his tires for a week until he goes on a cooler and he's the worst player in the league. But for now, I'm taking the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: Uh, I'm sorry I can't support you in the same way you're you're taking the Flyers cuz I like the Lightning here. I think both teams are kind of finding the groove. They both won 3 in a row. They both now have, have five wins on the season, but all all the five Toronto's wins, they were all favorites by at least minus 200 or higher, including minus 300 against the Red Wings when they won 5-4. They barely beat the Blackhawks in overtime. Good win against against Vegas last time out, but I just feel like Tampa Bay reigning back-to-back champs they just beat the Capitals they beat the Penguins 5-1 on the road I feel like going into Toronto they'll be able to uh, be able to maybe give them, give them a good push and I'll take them on the money line for for the plus uh,
2: 110. So now Talon's turning into the stereotypical Leafs look <laughs> at him he's had two dog shit teams The Gold Knights are the last team they played. So apparently the Gold Knights are a dog shit team compared to the Leafs. This is the ups and downs of the Maple Leafs.
1: Plan the parade. Ladies and gentlemen.
2: Plan the parade. Yes, ups and downs. He was about to kill himself a week ago. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Unfortunately, I have to agree with him here. The Leafs, I think, are are on a bit of an upswing. And the Lightning, they haven't shown quite the same fortitude that they have for the last couple of years. Even in the regular season, uh, the Leafs they they really want to show something. They're under the most pressure. Lightning—they don't have really have to do anything yet. They, they, nobody's going to be threatening them in Tampa Bay. There, there's no media pressure. Leafs, meanwhile, they they got to be going all guns blazing. Uh, you, you see, Mitch Marner—he's he, he's, he's popping off. Uh, he's got his confidence back. I like the Leafs here. Campbell's playing great. So, unfortunately, yeah, give me the Maple Leafs.
1: I love it, Jolie. I'm at half-mast just hearing that right now. On on a serious note, though, guys, it's worth noting. um, All year last year, everyone was saying, oh, just what happens if this team plays Tampa? We want to play Tampa and see how we stack up against the Lightning. This is the chance, man. I think not only are the fans going to be excited, but I think this is a game that the players have been looking forward to all year. So keep that in mind if you are willing to uh, throw some money on this.
0: Well, let's be real. This is not the Lightning that the Maple Leafs want to play. The Lightning, they're they're out without Kucherov. They haven't they haven't stolen any players from teams at the deadline yet. See them in April or May, and and don't don't get too excited yet, Leafs fans.
2: We're betting this game, Ryan. We're betting this game.
0: <laughs> I, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm talking to to the Leafs faithful out there.
2: Oh yeah, fair <laughs> enough.
1: All right, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here, we have the Dallas Stars against the Calgary Flames. Uh, The game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Looks like Dallas money line pays off plus 125, Calgary money line minus 145. Uh, The over under is set at 5.5, the over pays plus 100, the under minus 125. Boys, to me, this game screams under even at 5.5 here. We've all seen the Stars, we're not really too confident on their scoring abilities. Traditionally, they're more of an under team. Not to say that the Flames can't score either because they've been doing pretty well this year, but 5.5 is still asking a bit out of them. The Flames are boring as shit. They play boring hockey. I'm on the under at 5.5, paying off minus 125.
0: Yeah, the under is really the only way to go here. I feel like the, the Flames are one of the best defensive teams. They're allowing two goals a game. The, the Stars are one of the worst offensive teams. They're averaging 1.9 goals a game. The under is definitely going to lock that in f- under 5.5. Maybe if you if you want to play it safe, take the alternate under under six. Just that'll be a lot of juice on that though. Probably minus one fifty or so if you want to kind of play for the push. But hell, this line could move down to to under five. Total can move to five before the game starts. So I really like the under here. Possibly looking at the Flames here at home as well, but to stick with the under five and a half in this one.
2: Yeah, it seems too obvious, but sometimes uh, the obvious play is the right play. Um, both teams are top 8 in expected goals against and they both have good goalies we uh, we saw Marks from last game playing a pretty shitty one because he let a couple squeakers in um, and uh, yeah whether it's Holtby or Khadobin they're both playing well for the stars uh, the under is the only way you look like Ryan said um, and, I, and likewise I, I leaned at the flames even though they screwed me last time but Yeah, under and the flames for me All right, moving
1: down here again to the 10 p.m. slot. We have the Buffalo Sabres against the Seattle Kraken. Now, the game itself is in Seattle. Looks like Buffalo Moneyline pays off plus 135. Seattle Moneyline minus 160. The over-under set at 5.5. Both over-unders paying off minus 110. Kind of a shitty game here, I guess. But solely based off what we saw out of the Buffalo San Jose game uh, last night, I'm leaning a bit more towards the over here at five point five. We saw Buffalo give up what was it five goals alone that they surrendered last night. You know, I know I know Seattle's not that much of an offensively team. They're probably not as good as a uh, as the red hot San Jose
0: Sharks right now. But I'm leaning a bit more towards the uh, the over here. Yeah, you, you said it. This is a this is a shitty game here, especially this is going to be one of those those general kind of chase your losses bets because. On a nine-game slate, we got six at 7, one at 9, 110 30 This is the 10 o'clock game. I kind of like Seattle here at home. They've, they've played tough at home. I don't know if it's a, the new arena, the new fans, new fan base kind of giving them some energy. They lost the home opener, but outshot the other team. They beat they beat Montreal 5-1. They beat Minnesota 4-1. They lost to the Rangers 3-1, but outshot them 32-17. I don't think the Sabres are that good. They're, they're definitely not. We saw them give up five to the Sharks, so I feel like the over— but
2: also do like Seattle here. Yeah, the Sabres not only lost to the Sharks, but they also lost to the Ducks. I think the wheels are starting to fall off the the Bills bandwagon. Um, and the Kraken, they they did put a, a few good performances in at home. Uh, the Unders have been very kind to me for them, but the Sabres, they, they're liable to let in a few. So I'm not going to go that route. I, I think I also have to go with the Kraken. Um, I think that they'll smother the Sabres and... Uh, yeah, I think that they'll pot a few and keep the Sabers to two or fewer goals. Yeah, but they
1: should totally trade for a uh, for a contender to try to uh, <laughs> to try to up their playoff points, right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, moving down to the last game we have on the Thursday slot at ten thirty PM we have the St. Louis Blues against the San Jose Sharks. Uh the game itself is in San Jose. Looks like St. Louis money line paid off minus one thirty five, San Jose money line plus plus one fifteen, the over under set at five point five, overpays minus one twenty, the under at plus one hundred. Uh what are you thinking here, Joel?
2: Well, I think we just we just saw the blues loss, right? They lost the out. Kings in a, shoot- in a Did shootout right up? now. Did
0: they lose it that? Is a shootout? They tied it up on it with a shorthanded goal. To our crew. nine seconds to go. They're currently in a shootout.
2: Let's
1: go, baby.
2: All right. Well, give me the Sharks then. Well. <laughs> 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 the Blues are all wasted after this uh, half victory. They get the point. Maybe they get the the loss here in San Jose. No, I have no idea. Um, give me the over. I think the Sharks are back to their old ways. They're they're uh they're scoring a will, they're moving the puck forward again. Um, Burns and Carlson are showing their defensive ineptitude. Yeah, blues will be playing Husso in that. Uh it doesn't matter who the Sharks play in that. I think the over five and a half here.
0: Yeah, I didn't do didn't do too much on because I was waiting to see how the Blues played tonight. But just kind of glancing here, I don't I don't know if we can count on the Sharks to score too many goals. They got five against the Sabres, but before that they had what, three in their previous three games. they They got five against the Leafs. They got five against Montreal. You know, maybe, maybe they'll be able to score a few. I feel like leaning towards the over, having the 1030 game, D-Gen, bet the over, root for goals. Always a good luck.
1: Yeah, it makes it a bit more fun watching that way too. eh? All right. Well, to me, guys, I, I, I know that we've seen a lot of the St. Louis this year and they've kind of brought themselves back into that contention talk, right? What are they? Eight, oh, and one, depending on how this game goes on the year. I think this is kind of a make or break game for St. Louis. If they good teams win on back-to-backs, it's as simple as that. And they have the opportunity to do so against a, a relatively mid-tier San Jose team this year. So if they can come in there and they can prove with a big win that that they're in the contention, I kind of like it. I like St. Louis money line -135 here.
0: Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. PricePix has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections to win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed board entries as well. So you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the, the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your App Store and download the app today. Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: All right, and moving down to our Friday game slate. Looks like we have five games on the docket here. Uh, looks like the first game at 8 p.m., we have the Chicago Blackhawks against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, the game itself is in Winnipeg. Chicago money line pays off plus 145. Winnipeg money line minus 165. Uh, the over-under is set at 6. Uh, the over pays plus 100. The under minus 120. It's kind of a big number with the 6 here, boys, but I'm leaning a little bit towards the over at 6 at plus 100. Um, we've seen both teams struggle goaltending-wise this year. Obviously, Hellebuck's starting to kind of pick his game up as well, but we all know that Winnipeg can score. They got a pretty solid top line up there with uh, Pierre Luc Dubois, Mark Scheifele, and who is it? Svechnikov on the wing, I believe. Yes, it is. Yeah, Connor on Connor Dubois and Sveshnikov on the Connor wing. Dubois and Sveshnikov. Yeah. Even that, I like that even more. Connor has like what, like what's like fifteen points in like eight games or something. So. Yeah. I like that. I'm taking the I'm taking the over at six here. Worst comes to worst, if you do hit that six number, you push at plus one hundred. So,
0: I'm kind of along along that same lines of thinking, but I'm I'm locking in the Jets here completely minus one sixty five. I feel like this line is going to move up to close to minus two hundred by by game time. Obviously, we're still over a day out here. Jets five and one their last six games. The Blackhawks are frauds. They had a lead against the Hurricanes and gave it up. They beat the Senators. Who cares? Um, Locking the Jets, minus 165 on the money
2: line. Yeah, I'm going the same way. Uh, For a couple periods there, Fleury looked like his old self, but then the third period (laughs) just (laughs) totally collapsed, let a few bad goals in. Uh, Blackhawks aren't frauds, though, I have to say. They're just bad. (laughs) There's nothing uh, (laughs) deceiving about them. Um, We thought they'd be good, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. According to the season priors, yeah, I agree with that. But uh, yeah, they're they're clearly exposing themselves to be bad. So, yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. Uh, give me the Jets uh, And regulation if you want a better price, or even lay the juice minus one sixty five because that will, yeah, that will go up as Ryan said.
1: Yooties, yeah, can confirm to you, L.A. Jid just went in the shootout, so St. Louis wow. fucked her sweet. Oh, fuck the Blues! <laughs> fuck
2: the Blues!
1: <laughs> Everything go I just said about them, fuck them, man. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here on Friday. We have the New York Rangers against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the game itself is in Edmonton. It uh, looks like New York Moneyline pays off plus 135. Edmonton Moneyline minus 155. The over under set at six. Uh, over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking, bud?
0: This is an interesting game here because I don't know what to think of the Rangers. They were looking good in Vancouver, then they kind of just choked up that lead. They do have a, a few decent wins on, on the, on the ticket so far. They beat the Leafs, and it's just Erickson stole that one. Um, I don't know. The Oilers, they're just they're a good team. They're great offensively. McDavid and Drysettle it's hard to stop. Um, Edmonton seems to be dominant at home. They have five or more goals in each home game besides their first one when they had three in a shootout win. Um, I like Edmonton here and possibly look at the over depending on which goalies are starting.
2: Yeah, Oilers seem to be a wagon, but it all depends on how their, their power play is firing. Because they have, <laughs> when you watch their power play, it looks indefensible. Like your goalie has to be totally on point to save it. Because when they stretch that pass, seem to seem dry, settled McDavid, you know, buried the point, or uh, Darnell Nurse, uh, they moved the puck around so fluently. It's beautiful to watch. And, uh, you really need a goalie like Shostak to save it, because I'm going with the Rangers on the money line here. Ooh. Fooled y'all! <laughs> I think the Rangers have the uh, <laughs> defensive acumen to to solve the puzzle. Plus, they got plenty of offensive power, power on their own. I think that Shostak can keep them in the game. Assuming you started, because I gotta see this. But if uh Rangers play on Saturday, yep. Do they? Yeah, it's first time oh, yeah, the back-to-back. Flames. Okay, so you got to check if uh, Shusterkin starting. If it's not and I don't want this. I don't trust your give as much. Um, but yeah, if it's Shosturkin, I like the ranges here at the plus 135.
1: Yeah, everything you just said is pretty important, too, especially with the back-to-back. Oh, I hate my pick on this, guys. I really do. I'm kind of leaning towards the under at six, solely under the fact that if Shosturkin is playing, the guy is red hot right now. Like he's been an absolute stud. We saw it in the Columbus game where he posted out a shutout when they won 4 0. If Shashirkin does get the nod, I'm taking the under at six here, paying off uh, plus 100. All right. And moving it down to our 10 p.m. slot, we have the Nashville Predators against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, looks like Nashville money line pays off plus 100, uh, Vancouver money line minus 120. The over under is set at six, the over pays plus 100, the under minus 120. Uh, what do you got for me, Joel?
2: Oh, well, the Canucks, they finally won against the aforementioned Rangers. Um, I think I bet on the Canucks like three games in a row. They lost them all and then I bet the Rangers and they lost and the Canucks finally won. But this time, I got to go back to the Canucks. I think that they finally got some some desperation in their game. They got some offensive uh, firepower going before they couldn't score at all, but I think they, they they deserve more than the, the two goals they got in regulation against the Rangers and the Predators. I don't think they played well in either of the two games so far on their road trip. Uh, I like the Canucks here to win minus 120.
0: Yeah, the Predators are 5-5 five and five on the year, but they, they're. I feel like they're definitely worse in that record. They did not play well in Calgary. They won in overtime, got outshot 40-22. to 22. They beat the Islanders 3-2 in a shootout. They got outshot 36-23. I feel like like you said Vancouver kind of broke through a little bit against the Rangers and that could kind of give them a boost against the against the Predators here. I also do like the under depending on the goalie starting. If it's Saros and, and Demko, Saros has a 922 save percentage, Demko has 923. I don't see the Predators scoring too many goals and like we said last episode Vancouver really can't score too many. They scored 2-1-1 one, one, and 3 in the last four games, so maybe we'll see a, a 4-1 game here for with the Canucks I like the Canucks the best though on the money line
1: I think uh I think all three of us are on the same page here guys I got Canucks money line at minus 120 as well um we saw how unreal Demko was was that last night oh yeah holy shit he was fucking flopping around like a fish Dominic Hasek out there but kept the puck out of the net so that was pretty cool to see and just as far as teams goes like you said Nashville is five and five but haven't really been too impressed as a team from what I've seen from him this year. So, Vancouver money line minus 120. I think that's uh, that's the hockey gambling podcast three man play right there. And moving down again to the 10 p.m. slate, we have the Arizona Coyotes against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, the game itself is in Anaheim. Arizona money line plays off plus 125. Anaheim money line minus 145. The over under is set at 5.5. The over plays minus 115. The under at minus 105. Boys, to me, this screams Ducks puck line. Ducks puck line minus one point five pays off one or plus one sixty five. We've seen it all year long. The Ducks have been able to score. John Gibson's a goalie, and Arizona is absolutely trash. That's a recipe for a two or for a two goal win right there. So I'm confident with that.
0: Yeah, like the Coyotes looked good against the Flyers. I I was nervous for basically until the Flyers scored in, in the third period. I mean. It depends who starts in that. Velma is pretty good. I'm just imagining he'll start. But still, the, the Ducks shut out the Devils last time. They beat the Canadians 4-2. They're pretty solid at home. I just I don't see why Arizona is this small of a favorite. So I feel like locking the Ducks at minus 145 because that line could move before Friday night.
2: You know what you do with two shitty teams? You fade them both. You either bet the under 5.5 here or you bet the draw. Okay, you bet the draw. You bet the game to go uh-huh. overtime because I think that's gonna be good. I don't know the odds in front of me right now, but usually odd prices are uh, they're they're pretty good. They're at least uh, plus two. are around plus three hundred sometimes. So I, I like the, the the draw here. So uh, yeah, give me a two two draw going to overtime. That's a plus plus three ten. Three ten. There we go. That's nice. Sneaky,
1: eh? And the Ducks have been good to us this year, too. So for as far as uh, the gambling gods go. So you never know. You might just be on something there.
0: The Ducks have played four overtime games, but the Coyotes have only played one. But the Coyotes have been playing good recently. So I, I do like that at plus 310.
1: All right. Moving down to the 1030 p.m. slot here. It looks like the last game we have for the Friday nighter. And what a banger it is. We have the New Jersey Devils against the L.A. Kings. Uh, the game itself is in Los Angeles. Uh, New Jersey money line pays off plus 105. LA money line minus 125. The over/under is set at 5.5. Both over/under paying minus 110. Uh, what are you thinking here, Ryan?
0: I'm thinking that I was told the Devils were going to be good this year, and I know Jack Hughes is injured, but I have no idea what they are early on. They they've beaten some good teams. They beat the beat the Penguins. No, that's the only a good team they beat. They beat the Penguins. They they beat the Sabers in overtime. They beat the Blackhawks in overtime. They beat the Kraken. They recently got shut out by the Ducks. The Kings have won three straight against... They just won tonight. So, uh, give me the Kings here at home against against the Devils.
2: Yeah, I feel it very similarly. uh, Devils are a bit of a wild card. Kings are... uh, They're likewise down a few pieces, especially in defense. It's a hard game to pick, but... uh, Uh, I'm not betting this right now, but I I would lean towards the Devils plus money at this point. You know, I was thinking Devils plus money as
1: well might be the way to go, but I looked at who they're starting in net or projected to start. Now it is two days out, so this could change, but what I saw was that Jonathan Bernier was listed to get the nod. I'm normally a Bernier fan, and he's been playing Unreal this past year for kind of a mediocre uh, New Jersey team. But if you look at Bernier's... uh, his record against L.A., a team that he did used to play for, did win a Stanley Cup with as a backup, by the way. But he is 2-5-1 in his career against L.A. with a 2.65 goals against average and a .897 save percentage against the Kings. Maybe he's got the L.A. jitters, boys, going back to his original team. That alone, I'm willing to take Kings' money line at minus 110.
0: Yeah, we got two, we got two shitty games in the 10-30 slots on Thursday and Friday. C- kind of sucks. I love it it's Hawaii <laughs> games boys <laughs> just try and win it all back eh? if you get also rinsed right. yeah Mackenzie Blackwood has been activated he backed up Bernier on Tuesday night so maybe I don't know when he's going to start yet but you could see maybe him making his debut either either on Friday or whenever they play next
2: one thing just occurred to me that it's Nazim Kadri I have to blame for this overtime loss of the Blue Jackets. <laughs> Did he get so he Jordan took that Bennington? Horrible shot. It? Give the bad rebound and a horrible, horrible, horrible decision to take that shot. And then he lost his guy in the zone. And uh, yeah, the Blue Jackets, they scored in the freaking OT. Uh, that's that's typical ass, but in this case, it's all Kadri.
1: <laughs> Nazim the dream, bud. Nazim the dream. Pissed.
2: Yeah. Thanks a Joel, lot.
0: Joel, do you want to give your, your uh, fake? foot fade the abs in overtime speech. <laughs> especially tonight, too. Like, they just had McKinnon, and that's kind of it. I, don't, I I didn't know what kind of combinations to expect from them.
2: There's no discipline in the abs 3v3. It's it's brutal. Like especially two years ago. I think we lost, like, eight out of nine or something stupid like that. How long is Cal McCarrow out for? Uh, it shouldn't be too long. He's on technically on injured reserve, but I don't think it's serious, so... One week kind of thing? Yeah.
1: Cool, cool. All right, boys. What you want to move down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here, or what?
0: Let's get into it.
1: All right, we're gonna uh, keep it going with the same format we did last week. We'll have one mortal mortal lock, we'll have one underdog pick, and uh, one totals pick here. I'll uh, I'll kick it off. We had a little side bet going on between who wins in the uh, Colorado Columbus game tonight, and the winner got the uh, the first selection. The Blue Jackets came through for me, so I'm up first here. Uh, I got the Blues money line minus 135 uh, for my lock. Like I said earlier, if they want to prove to me that they're a real deal team, they have to win on the second night of a back to back. And tonight's the cover. Tomorrow, sorry, Friday will be their opportunity to do that. So I'm in on the Blues here. Uh, For my dog pick, I have the Sens money line plus 105. Talked about it earlier. Fuck those pesky Sens. If they blow me off one more time, I'm going to be pissed, but I'm going back to them. And then for my total. I'm taking the Stars and Flames under five point five at minus one twenty-five.
0: All right, for my uh, my lock, I'm going to Friday's slate. I, I like this like this line a lot. I like the Winnipeg Jets minus one sixty-five against the Blackhawks. Like I said, that's the Blackhawks are a bad team. As Joel said, they're not frauds; they're bad. The line's going to move before that game try to get him in minus 165 and the jets have won six of the last seven meetings against the blackhawks in winnipeg so give them the jets minus 165 even look for a regulation bet depending on if you don't want to lay that juice um for my dog i'm sticking with the thursday night slate i'm going with tampa bay in toronto toronto doesn't have an impressive win yet i feel like tampa bay knows how to win and know how to how to beat teams that are feeling the pressure So I feel like that should be a game where the Lightning can go into Toronto and kind of get that win. And then for my total, I'm liking the Islanders-Canadians under 5.5. I don't see either of these teams scoring more than two or three goals. We could see a really low-scoring game there.
2: So give me the under 5.5 in that one. Well, uh, (laughs) i got to change things up here a bit. Because you know what, Talon? A little bit of comments on my side. You're taking the first slot because the Blue Jackets won. But you know what? Your blues is now minus one twenty-five, so you're already oh. losing a little value there. Shit, that's scary. Carson, which is my dog. I was against you. We're plus one fifteen, so now they're plus one hundred five, and I like that a lot less. Of course, I gotta <laughs> find a new dog here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to go to to the Friday slate. I guess no, nope, there's nothing like there. Um, scary, Yeah, no the kidding. Devils?
1: You. That Devils on Friday? You don't like
2: Arizona? (laughs) No. It's plus 105 still. I want to find something a little bit juicier than that. Uh, Let's see. Give me the... Take the flyers. You know what? what? Give me the Capitals. Plus 130 against the Panthers. Panthers are going to lose in regulation here. Plus 130 in the money line to the Capitals. They're going to get it done. You know, Panthers, you know, they don't have their uh, head coach anymore. So I'll take that. As for my lock, go to the Allers, Monday night first game in the slate. Uh, they're going to go into Montreal and get it done. Uh, this team's bonding together. You know they're they're just grinding away on the road. They're just eating their chips, playing poker. We're going to get it done here. Uh, and for a total, we'll go with the Knights. Sends over five and a half. Uh, the the Knights they'll give up goals. Leonard can't stop them all. Senators, I hope it's Matt Murray in But either way, I, I like the over here. Uh, both teams can put it in the net, and neither team can defend. So over five and a half, easy for me.
1: All right, boys, uh, I know we're kind of just dropping on us here. Uh, do you guys have your eye on any games on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday? I'm looking at the Saturday slot, and there's a couple I do kind of like. Obviously, the lines aren't out now. I Whatever the under is in the Carolina-Florida game, I think that's probably going to be a tight one. Uh, Bobrovsky and Anderson uh brunes versus leafs brunes money line whatever it is i that team has fucking broken my heart so many times so i can't not bet for, uh, for the leafs or sorry for boston when they're playing toronto looking down here and of course to top it off king daddy topper <laughs> my columbus blue jacket a money line against the colorado avalanche that's all she wrote right there
0: I got my two two teams going against each other Saturday, the, the Hurricanes and the Panthers. One of them has to lose, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked too much at Saturday slate. So like, yeah, just scrolling through now. Should be some good games there. I mean, Carolina, Carolina, Florida. You got you got Boston, Toronto. You got Flyers, Capitals, Avs, Blue Jackets. Big revenge game. Arizona, <laughs> Seattle. Arizona, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Ranger, Rangers Flames, a good ten, ten o'clock game. Devil Sharks, ten thirty. It's a decent, decent D game to uh but on that, maybe there's some Hawaii football could get, get your get your losses back.
2: Actually, you know what I like better for my dog? Here's what I'm gonna do. Instead of the Capitals, which I guess can be officially my dog, but you know what I like better? I like the Bruins to beat the leaves because they will be a dog in Toronto. I like the Bruins to beat the Leafs. The Leafs will beat Lightning, but they'll be feeling high on themselves, and that's exactly when Boston will strike and bring them down again. So I do like Bruins there in the 4 o'clock Western, uh, Western uh, the PST slate. And uh, what else is there? Cracking Coyotes. <laughs> that's an under game all day long. Um, It's a pretty shitty Saturday slate, honestly. Hurricanes-Panthers, yeah, that that's an early game, but... Yeah, that, that's the best game in the board other than the Bruins and Leafs. So, yeah, that's about uh, nothing to look forward to there, right? Eh? <laughs> College football, buddy. That's all we can say. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs>
1: all right, guys. Well, by all means, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Um, we say it every week. We say it every show. Lots of awesome articles being posted there, not just hockey specific. They got all the inside football you know, college football, I guess, what, baseball is over now, right? World Series was awarded last night or
0: some shit. Yeah, so the, the, the World Series was canceled. So <laughs> <It's> canceled. <laughs> not getting into that. <laughs> All right,
1: Ryan, where can they find the show here, bud? All
0: right, you can search Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you find your podcast. A quick link for Apple is sg.pn slash hockey. Or for Spotify, is hg.pn slash hockey s. Go over there, subscribe, follow, rate, review, do all that good stuff and help us out. We're trying to help you out here with all, all, making, us, all making money together this season.
1: For sure. And uh, by all means, guys, go check out our Slack group as well. Uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network uh, Slack channel. Just type in the Hockey channel. You'll find us all in there. Uh, shout out to our boy, Go Bearcats. Love it, love oh, yeah. the input we've been getting So uh, go over there, say hi to us And, you know, live, uh, live message during the game Lots of fun stuff Alright, I am Talon Jenkins You can find me at Twitter At Talon underscore Jenkins94
0: I am Ryan Gilbert You can follow me on Twitter At rgilbertsop I'm
2: Joel Meyer and you can find me Throwing shit at Nazem Kadri <laughs> <laughs> Goal Leafs, goal boys Let's get that sweet
0: money.